InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. There's a germ out there that might have your name on it. If a nasty bug strikes you down this winter, what can you do to feel better? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey talks with an expert. Roy? Thanks, Chris. There's no magic cure for the cold or flu, but we're joined by an expert, Dr. William Schaffner, an infectious disease specialist at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville. Dr. Schaffner, welcome to InfoTrack. It's very good to be with you. So tell me, how do you keep from getting sick when you're seeing sick people all day? (laughs) Well, I take my turn getting sick, but (laughs) the most important thing I do is wash my hands very, very frequently before and after every patient contact. And I wash my hands, you'll be interested to know, as soon as I get home from the outside. That's a family rule we have. And I think that that helps just a great deal in reducing contact with viruses that manage to get on our fingers. Hmm, Interesting. Let's talk about what you do if you catch a cold or the flu. Lots of people have maybe a set of rituals, I guess you'd call it, when they get sick. Do you think that those make much difference? Or in general, does the cold or flu just run its course? Well, the cold or flu is going to run its course. There's nothing we can do therapeutically that will shorten it. However, we can make ourselves feel better while we're going through the agony, if you will. Keeping up our fluids is very, very important. We have a tendency to get dehydrated. That makes our mucous membranes dry and makes all of our secretions crust. So, for example, drink lots of fluid clear fluids, fruit juices, and the like, and that helps you get through it, among other things. There are lots of remedies out there, some based in the pharmaceutical world and some in folklore. So let me just throw a few of those at you, and you can give me a quick summary of the pluses and minuses and what you think of them. Go ahead. Uh, First one, antihistamines. Ah, here the science is plus minus. Some people seem to get relief taking antihistamines. I'm among them, so I'm more inclined. Some of my scientific colleagues, though, studies that show for most people they don't work very well. I think for some reason this is an individual thing. Interesting. Herbal remedies like echinacea or vitamin C. Yeah, they're terrifically popular and the adherents are passionate adherents. But here the science really plummets, particularly for echinacea. That really does not have much legitimate science behind it. We don't happen to use it in our family. The vitamin C studies are plus minus. There are half a dozen studies on one side of the question, half a dozen on the other. I think the science is still out on that. So try it if you think it helps and keep your fluid up because if you take large doses of vitamin C, the extra vitamin C is excreted in the kidneys and if your fluid intake is not good, the vitamin C gets very concentrated in your urine and can make stones. And that's not what you want. You can get crystal stones. So keep your fluid up. This is a pretty broad category, but how about all of the uh, usual cold and cough products at the drugstore, all the -the over-the-counter drugs? They wouldn't be there in such great variety if they didn't help some people. In fact, maybe many people. And the average person has their favorite. I think I know what helps me. So try and use that. We're talking with Dr. William Schaffner from Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, and we're just talking about common everyday colds and flus and how you can get over them, what kind of relief you can find. Next one on my list is just plain old bed rest. You can get an infection, now influenza is a classical example, that gets throughout your body and makes you feel 
so peaked that you just don't have any energy. So going to bed will help relieve things, let your body kind of reconstitute itself. If you feel bad enough to take to your bed, do so. That's a day to skip work. Keep your fluid up. Take it easy. You'll feel better the next day. How about taking a warm shower? Some people say that helps. Yes, warm shower. I'm sure makes you feel better. And in particular, that moist, warm air gets into your sinuses, moistens all those mucous membranes, and lets you get rid of that stuff that the body is trying to get rid of anyway. So, particularly if you have sinusitis, we actually recommend two warm. Kind of steamy showers, not enough to hurt you, of course, but nice warm showers a day. And while you're in the shower, try to gently clear your nose, and that will help your sinuses drain. You were talking about liquids a moment ago, so maybe this falls into that category. But how about the old home remedies of hot tea or chicken soup? They make you feel good.、Uh, chicken soup has that wonderful、uh, nickname of Jewish penicillin. I think it's made with tender, loving care. Even if it comes out of the can and makes you feel good while you're taking it, gives you a little bit of nourishment. It's warm, it's steamy. It may also、uh, loosen up your sinuses that way. Have there been any studies about chicken soup, though, that there are some properties in there that do help you recover somehow?、Uh, there is one such study that suggests that there must be something magical in those proteins and fats and other chemicals in the soup. That might perhaps speed your recovery. I'd like to believe that's true. <laughs> I understand you don't recommend it, but you're aware of some old German remedy. Tell me about that one. <laughs> that's an old German adage, which says in translation that you take to your bed, put a hat on one bedpost, and sip schnapps until you see two hats. <laughs> Then you won't care if you have a cold. <laughs> I'm not sure I recommend that. <laughs> Certainly, don't drive after you do that. <laughs> so it sounds like basically what you're saying throughout this conversation is one thing may actually work for one person, but an entirely different thing may help someone else. I think we've learned that. Keep up your fluids, and then when you cough, if you haven't got Kleenex, please cough into your elbow so you don't spray the virus around and infect others. If you do become sick, try to limit your interactions with others so you don't hand the virus to another person. And generally speaking, the way the virus is passed is through some kind of either physical contact or very close, as opposed to touching very close proximity to one another. What That's is the best? Exactly right. It's usually within three feet. And the reason hands are important, people have wondered about that, is that you can, by coughing, etc., and touching things, get viruses on your hands. And then we don't know it, but we touch our mouth, our noses, our eyes with great frequency, and that's when the virus gets inoculated into our mucous membranes, and that's the mode of transmission. And that's why we say wash your hands very frequently. Very useful information, Dr. William Schaffner from Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville. Thank you very much for being with us on InfoTrack. A pleasure. Stay healthy. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mack. Holiday festivities and food may go together, but our expert tips help you avoid a New Year's diet. Coming up, don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.